Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. In on the breakaway, McDavid scores! Honestly, it's just impressive. I don't think my English is good enough to find another word for it right now. And the century mark has been achieved in game 53. It solidifies he's one of the top players to ever play the game. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. McDavid, 500 points! I'm James Neal. They're trading heavy leather here. Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers. Leon Dreisaitl, one-timer from an impossible angle! The fun years are, are still ahead here in Edmonton. This is Mike Smith. Jajar Kara. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. Yes, the Pooley Army back barring in! Save made by Smith. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions, North America Wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. The Edmonton Oilers clinch the playoff spot. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Chad. Song that confounded many. 
back in the mid-1990s. Oh, that song makes me chuckle every time I hear it. This is Oilers Now. It's brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. We did not open up with that song because the Washington Capitals uh, re-signed uh, Beck. Uh, Malanstein, who played with the Calgary Hitman a few years ago, but, uh, and there was a surprising amount of, uh, kids that got named back after, uh, the success of, uh, uh, that hit and then a, uh, album that followed in the mid 1990s. So hope you're having some fun today. Let's get after it. This is Oilers now. The NHL season 2021 is over. Tampa Bay in five which made yours truly very happy because in the little competition uh, we had with Jack Michaels, Reed Wilkins, Cam Moon, Brendan Escott, who's back in the 630 Jet Studios today, and myself, uh, we had a three-way tie, nine and six in terms of the playoff series, but the tiebreaker was who called the uh, Stanley Cup final and how many games and got it right. Eh. Eh. I got lucky. What can I tell you? Uh, Tampa Bay did not get lucky. They were really good. That's going to be part of our conversation point on today's show. And so now it begins. The Mad Dash. Because we got a lot going on in the National Hockey League over the course of the next two weeks. It's going to get really interesting, to say the least. Uh, July 17th, NHL teams have to have their expansion draft lists in. Uh, July 21st, Seattle has their expansion draft. The 23rd, round one of the NHL draft. The 24th, rounds two through seven. And on July 28th, free agency. So basically in the span of the next 23 days, because I think most teams will have things wrapped up by about August the 1st, in the span of the next 23, 24 days, you're going to see a lot of activity on the NHL front. And it's going to be, uh, and, and hey, the Oilers have got cap space for once. I will one. 100% guarantee you they're going to add at least a 2LW and a 2LD. How that happens, I'm not sure, but the Oilers are going to be adding another top six left wing and a second pairing left shot defense. Under the, I guess, I'll throw a provisional out there that Oscar Clefbaum cannot return. Because I guess if there is, you know, the slim possibility that, hey, Oscar can come back. He's going to be ready for the start of the season. Well, now we're having a different conversation. But I think you're going to see uh, the Oilers. Uh, I, I, I don't want to – here's the thing. I don't want to overpromise and underdeliver, but logic dictates the team's, you know, going to spend some money on a, uh, a second-line left wing and on a second-pairing defenseman if Clefbaum can't play. That comes with the territory. We've had a lot of discussion about Duncan Keith. We will get to a comment on yesterday's show. It's interesting – um, actually, we're going to get to the comment first, and then I'm going to go down that path, and then we're also going to talk about Tampa Bay's championship as well. Uh, here's where we get to the particulars on the show. You can text us at any time on the Ashley Five Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Update those old floors with one-color engineered hardwood for only two ninety nine a square foot. Head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more. We're on Twitter. At Oilers Now, you can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Tweet Brendan Escott, who's back in the studio today, at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. And you can reach us on the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. We've discussed that the patio's open 
all ages from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. The River Cree Resort Casino is back and fully open. That means Tap 25 and Italia, all our other restaurants, good to go, Fat Burger. Uh, you can wear a mask in the casino. They have masks for you at the casino, or you don't have to wear a mask at the casino. Uh, there's lots of options there. The River Creek Resort and Casino excitement bet on it. Our top story, I think, uh, we'll start with Tampa Bay. Let's get right to it. Uh, for Legacy Heating and Cooling, get your AC today with no payments, no interest for a year. That's how you build a Legacy Legacy Heating and Cooling. Tampa Bay was able to amass an immense amount of talent over the course of the last two seasons. They won two Stanley Cups in a span of less than 11 months. They won them in two entirely different situations, one coming to Toronto and then Edmonton and uh, claiming their first uh, Stanley Cup championship since uh, 2004. Maybe living, um, you know, living up to the expectations after a disappointing 18-19 season that saw them crash, uh, being swept in four straight by the Columbus Blue Jackets. So that was an impressive win last year, uh, ultimately in Edmonton, but one that started in Toronto. They had the best team, and they they stepped up, and they mortgaged the future. And Steve Eisenman uh, acquired several of those players, made some good trades. They drafted very well. Uh, we've discussed before that... Uh, the, the 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 tax advantage that markets like uh, Tampa have in Florida, just compared to Montreal, like I, if you're a Canadians fan, you're looking at it going, you know, you acknowledge that Tampa Bay was a deeper and better team, but part of the reason why they're deeper is because they do have uh, considerable advantages in the cap, or sorry, in the in, in tax, and that won't even get us to the cap. Which, uh, though it wasn't the overriding reason why the Lightning won, it was a factor over the course. I mean, Tampa Bay basically, I think, ultimately we're playing with like an eighty-seven or eighty-eight million dollar team, and the Canadians, because of Drouin, there's another story there. Uh, Drouin and Tatar playing, not playing. They were more like a seventy-two, seventy-three million dollar team. So, let's not forget the Sergachev for Drouin deal. That uh, definitely worked. I mean, logic dictates if the Canadians had still had uh, Mikhail Sergachev, that they wouldn't have one of Joel Edmondson or Ben Sherratt. And I'd argued that uh, Sergachev has a higher offensive ceiling and a much more physical presence. Ah, I don't know if he's more physical than those guys, but he can certainly move the puck a little bit better. So uh, Tampa Bay had some advantages. They within the limitations of the cap and how it worked, uh, were able to exploit a bit of a loophole in uh, the CBA, but it doesn't take away from the tremendous work that they did in terms of building uh, that team up. Again, we're in our top story for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Get your AC today with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a Legacy Legacy Heating and Cooling. It was impressive to me what they accomplished. Uh, they got a great goaltender. They took. They had the uh, courage to draft a goalie in the first round, Andre Vasilevsky. He ended up winning the Conn Smythe. We had uh, Brian Lawton on yesterday. Um, Brian had the courage to basically override his scouts and uh, draft Victor Hedman number two overall when the scouts wanted to take Matt Duchesne at number two in that draft year. And they've they've got some prospects coming, and they're going to need it because they could lose as many as six players. Blake Coleman, Barkley Goodrow, who they paid a stiff price for during the 1920s season, um, those guys are free agents, so too is David, Bright, uh, David Savard who they paid a pretty significant price for as well this uh, past season. And then we've discussed ad nauseum, the uh, pretty obvious, Tyler Johnson, former Spokane chief. Many people believe that Tampa Bay will package a guy like Palat with Johnson and get Seattle to take those two guys. And then they'll have to move one of Kalorn 
or Gord. Based on how Gord played in this playoff series, I, I'd suggest he's probably likely to stay. So they could be down as many as six guys. I know it was Jason Greger mentioned the possibility of do they, do they protect Ryan McDonough. I guess time will tell in that regard. So we'll see how much change will occur here. We're going to bring Brendan Escott in at this time. Brendan, what's your overall assessment? And, you know, where does relative to Chicago three cups in five years, L.A. two cups in three years, uh, Pittsburgh back-to-back, sort of in the uh, post-0405 lockout world when we got to a hard cap, how would you assess what Tampa Bay accomplished? As far as their ability to draft their own depth, I don't think that it's been paralleled. You know, when you talk about the the moves that were made and the assets that they had to give up for the the likes of their depth forwards and say Goudreau and and Blake Coleman, right? But for the most part, they didn't really have to give up a lot of assets in order to build such a strong team. So, to me, that's you know that's the model that you want. You don't want to have to sell the farm to to push for a run and then all of a sudden leave the cupboards empty, because like you said they're going to have a lot of turnover and yet you look at the Boris Kachuks and the Taylor Radishes and these guys that have yet to emerge in their own right but look like they're ready to take a step. I mean, they they might not be that much of a drop-off at this point. Yeah, they're going to be an interesting team here to to sort of watch in the future. I, I, you bring up a good point. Um, I think you'll see Matthew Joseph take on a greater role of responsibility. Um you know, they've used guys like Howden and Hayek to get involved. I believe those were in the McDonough deal. You mentioned Kachuk and Radish. I've liked Radish for a while. Colton was a fourth-round pick for them. He scored the only goal last night. Uh, by the way, I, I, in Montreal's case, I, I was puzzled all series long in the deployment of personnel. I think they needed quicker, more skilled players against Tampa Bay. And Stahl in particular for me was a guy that concerned me a bit as that series wore on. And lo and behold, he's the guy that had the puck sealed on the wall on him. He couldn't get it out of the zone. There's no question they've done it. The other thing that they did, I mean, they turned Jonathan Duran into Mikhail Sergachev. That's a great trade. And, you know, Duran's got 232 points in 393 games. Like, and I, I don't know what he's going through. Um, I'm sure it's uh, it's got to be difficult for a player not to be in that situation. But the Lightning won the trade. So they've won some trades. Brayden Point, third-round pick. You know, I they they took two defensemen, Dominic uh, Messine and Jonathan McDonald, ahead of them. Those guys have never played a game in the NHL. Uh, so basically every team in the league passed on Point multiple times. He's a great player for them. Sorelli's a really good third-round pick as well. Joseph, a fourth-round pick. They're going to be – they've got more guys coming. It's going to be challenging for them to three-peat. It's a pretty good uh, – to, to me, it's, a, it's, an, it's an excellent accomplishment on the part of Tampa Bay, but they have had some advantages. It hasn't all been scouting. And one of the advantages they have is guys take uh, – let's not call it a hometown discount. Let's call it a state discount because of the fact that they're not paying any tax in that state. Uh, after the game last night, and there's certain Russian players that are they're free with their words. As we go into the Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, supporting local and Canadian manufacturers in Edmonton and online at directworkwear.com, Nikita Kucherov made a pretty interesting comment. Sans T-shirt and all or under uh, underwear at all, after the game. He had this to say on uh, the Montreal Canadiens fans. I'm so happy we... I didn't want to go back to Montreal, but they acted... The fans in Montreal, come on. They acted like they won the Stanley Cup last game. Are you kidding me? 
Are you kidding me? Their final was last last series. Okay. Well, that's going to warm uh, everybody up in uh, in in Quebec. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they were excited, and they should be excited. And the irony of that whole series was the the Canadians probably should have won game two, but they didn't have enough skill to push the puck over the line more than one time. I mean, in in three of their four losses, they combined for a grand total of two goals, which meant that you know I, I was surprised they scratched Kakaniemi, and I'm surprised they didn't play Tatar. Uh, it's clear afterwards we got the injury. And, hey, Kucherov was dealing with an injury, took a bit of a cheap shot against the Islanders. He's a, he's a heck of a player. Great second-round pick. I guess what you can say what you want. And, and the other thing I'd say is I, I think in fairness, we want players to speak their mind. There it is. Uh, this text comes in, Bob, regarding the uh, the the cap situation. Uh, if McDavid is injured all season, do you not want him back for the playoffs if he can go? Absolutely. It's a little bit of a creative loophole. And then the, my, my issue, bigger issue is the tax. You know, here's the situation. You have a league that has revenue sharing. So Montreal's a team that brings in a lot of revenue, and they contribute to revenue sharing every year. But the players get taxed at 52% that market. Now, there is certain ways you can get that number down if you're an out-of-province performer. I don't know how they do that, but the base traditionally tends to be at about 52%. It's considerably lower in Florida, and the, and the Lightning are benefiting from that. That's, that's all there is to it. The text goes on to say, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Well, there you go. Uh, another texter says... Um, Bob, Kucherov needs to be put in his place. You don't mock the fans. Oh, I think there's going to be some score settling next year from some stuff that happened this year in the playoffs. Absolutely. And I got to tell you, I don't know about how many of you felt this way. I don't want to do another, let's talk about the officiating for a second here. But the, the first penalty call that Matthew Joseph drew and then the Braden Point inside drive between the two defensemen, those never get called when Connor McDavid's on the ice in the playoffs. And they got called last night. And then, ironically, Anderson got the stick laid across him as he broke in, very similar to the play that Braden Point drew the call on, and there was no call. Now, it wouldn't have mattered because the Canadians' power play was wretched. And, uh, you know, better team won. There's no question. Tampa Bay the best team. And Montreal kind of ran out of a little bit of gas. They had, obviously, Gallagher was hurt. Toffoli was hurt. They both had groin issues. Uh, Weber and Petrie both had hand slash wrist issues. Montreal had a lot going on, and Tampa Bay was deeper, and they're not going to be as deep in the future. Where are they at? Like, how do they compare? How would you compare Chicago, three cups in five years? L.A., heavy, tough teams, two cups in three years. Pittsburgh, back-to-back, two years. And Tampa Bay winning back-to-back in a span of 11 months. Texas at 780-496-0063. Order those four teams for me. And then we'll uh, get to that a little bit later on today's show. Kevin Weeks coming up today for Canadian Power Pack at ding, 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 1235. Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service, electrical prefabrication and solar. We will also hear from uh, NHL insider John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Pay no overtime rates in their 24-7 service repairs. That's how you build a Legacy, Legacy Heating and Cooling. And at 135 today, George LaRock is our headliner today for Wilhock Beef Jerky, which is ironic because he's a vegan. Uh, back into the orders now, Audio Vault. Let's switch focus. Duncan Keith, 
because now we get started. Now the league business gets started here. Could be in a holding pattern. Brian Lott was on yesterday's show. He had these comments about Keith and the potential fit in Edmonton. He can still play. Uh, you have to take into account what system they're playing, who's coaching, a lot of different things. You just can't go by last season and what the players' numbers were. That's why you want to blend. It's not just straight numbers. It's also not necessarily eye test, but taking into account other factors that don't show up in the analytics. I like Duncan Keith for a variety of reasons. I think he can still skate, but it's really his leadership. You cannot deny what Montreal was able to do, plucking some veteran players like Corey Perry, even Eric Stahl to a much lesser degree, that have added significantly to the mix. The Edmonton Oilers are a very young team, regardless of whether they get Duncan Keith or not. I believe they would be well-served to add. They don't have to be an old team, but to add at least a few veterans that could maybe help show the way to a lot of different players on this Edmonton team. Connor McDavid's great. Leon Dreisaitl's amazing. Neither one of them has gone deep in the playoffs in the National Hockey League. They have the pedigree to do it, but it would make their lives a lot easier if you got some more veteran leadership in there. I would not take Duncan Keith at 5-5, I will tell you that, Bob. But I think that there's some middle ground there, I really do. I think there's a deal with Chicago potentially maintaining 30 to 50% of the salary. If that were to happen, I think this would be a very good deal for the Oilers, depending on what they give up, not being anything other than what I've heard. All right, so interesting, uh, 30 to 50%, and the conversation went on, and I said, you know, logic dictates the closer we get to the expansion draft list needing to be in, does the ask from Chicago, because uh, my understanding was Chicago didn't want to retain any money, because in real dollars, uh, they've already paid about six point, no, seven point, there's 3.6 million left, he's a 5.5 million dollar year cap hit, so they would argue, well, we, we've already paid two-thirds of his salary for the next two years in real dollars, and we're talking cap space, okay, and Brian agreed, well, there's a possibility here that, uh, you know, the, the ask becomes lowered by Chicago. Epstein's mother texts the show to say, wait a sec here, Bob, you said the ask from Chicago may drop, and it potentially involves Caleb Jones. If Caleb Jones is a player that could be deployed to help organizations get Seth Jones to commit, should Edmonton consider calling cities and markets and teams that might have a second pairing left shot D that they might not be able to protect, that might be a similar type of player or even better than Duncan Keith or younger? Hmm. Like in Colorado, maybe? Ryan Graves? I, I'm trying to think of who that would be, Epstein's mother. I'd, that is an interesting text to get in on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Brendan, you have one minute. Let's do it. NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. Company branded apparel, products, and awards all created in-house. Shop local at ElitePromoMarketing.com. 
after pitching another shutout last night, that might have been the difference in Andre Vasilevsky being named the 2021 Conn Smythe Trophy winner as playoff MVP, beating out teammates Braden Point, Nikita Kucherov, and you could have made a case for Carey Price, I'm sure, as well. The Leafs have re-signed defenseman uh, Travis Dermott, two-year deal, $3 million extension there. Vladimir Tarasenko reportedly asking for a trade out of St. Louis, and Newell Brown has joined Dallas Aikens coaching staff in Anaheim as an assistant. He is the third new assistant on that staff. Brown spent the last four seasons with the Vancouver Canucks. Yeah, I'm just thinking more on that text uh, from Epstein's mother. That's interesting. So if, if Jones is the piece that Chicago wants to get his brother, he's basically saying, well, what about other teams that make sense? And we keep hearing Seth Jones wants to play in the U.S., what about Colorado, Dallas, Philadelphia? Hmm. I'd have to. I'd have to look into. Now I'm going to have to do some extra work. That kind of uh, Vladimir Tarasenko, two years left, seven point five million. He's had three shoulder surgeries the last twenty eight months. Not even sure he'd lift his no movement clause to consider Edmonton. Brendan, would you have interest in him, or with the injury history, the drop-off offensively over the last couple seasons, have you concerned? The shoulder injury history for somebody who I'd like to see a one-timer out of would concern me greatly. Big time. You know what? He's represented by Paul Theofanis, who used to be Kevin Weeks. He still might be Kevin Weeks' agent. Uh, We've not spoken to Kevin since it was confirmed that he'd be joining ESPN on top of his NHL network uh, duties. Kevin joins us next for Canadian Power Pack after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.